You're listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me again is Mr. Paul Jamis, the Director of Technical Service. Paul, how's it going this morning? It's going pretty good, Jack. It's always going pretty good for you. You're either a liar or the happiest son of a... There ever was. <laughs> it's, you know, it's probably a little bit of both. I got to say, it is it is enjoyable being able to do this podcast, being able to get out there, you know, get the message out to more people. So that is a really fun part of the job. It's it's an enjoyable way to, to communicate with people and spread the message. Back to communications. One thing that uh, we always try to get you guys to do, and uh, we know you're listening because we get statistics. Right, but clearly we're, we're failing at getting the message out that we want you to contact us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Tell us what topics you want us to talk about. You can tell us at technicalservice at carboline.com. You can also hit us on Twitter. Jack's at Jack underscore CTSP. And I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. And if you call in to tech service at Carboline, you have like a 20% chance that you get either Paul or I on the tech service loop. Yeah, I've, we're here. We do answer phone calls. That's where most of these topics come from. It's just, what did we get the most of this week? Or what was something we had to talk with somebody about that really would do well to, to re-describe this to the masses? We kind of, kind of wanted to move on today and talk about a topic that comes up from time to time. It's a regular topic at our corrosion schools that we do multiple times a year. So if you're ever interested in coming here for corrosion school, hit your Carboline sales rep, get you in. They also talk about it. It is listed on our website. If you go to carboline.com in the news and events, it'll tell you when all the schools are. There's listings for all of the fireproofing schools and all of the corrosion schools that we have. Today, we kind of want to talk about value engineering. And what do we mean by value engineering? We want to talk to you about why the cost per gallon isn't necessarily the only thing that you should factor in when making a coating selection. Right. Some of the things that you need to be able to think about is what is the actual volume solids of the paint? How much of the stuff are are you keeping that you apply to whatever structure it is you're doing, whether that, it's a tank or steel or whatever it is? Stuff. That's very technical. Uh, you know, I, we try to keep it simple because really when it comes down to it, you know, the, the paint ingredients, really you can simplify down to, you know, you have solids, you have solvents, you have binders. But the important part is, what is left after all the volatiles come out? Sure. When you look at your can of paint, whether that's industrial, house, uh, paint, either way it goes, you typically have your binder, your resin, you have pigments, and then there's either solvents or, or water, which uh, depending on how technically you want to get, we just are going to consider as a solvent for this podcast. Yep. When we talk about solids by volume... What that means is what percentage of the coating will be left over when the coating dries. Typically, if you have 100% solids by volume coating, that means that what you apply wet will be the same dry. So that's, I'm talking about the wet film thickness versus the dry film thickness. So when we're talking about that, it's not uncommon to see something kind of in a, as a description, you know, 10 mil dry film thickness is what they're looking at. So if you have 100% solids of coating and you put on 10 mils of wet coating, you're going to have 10 mils left when it's dry. If you have a 50% solids coating and you put on 10 wet mils, you're going to have five dry. It really is that simple of a calculation. Now, 
it's not often that it's ones that you can just look at and do in your head. Sometimes you have a 77% solids. And if we're doing 10 mils, that one is kind of easy. It is. It is that we're going to have 7.7 mils dry. But you don't always put on 10 mils either. I see what you did there. I, I try to keep it simple. <laughs> when we look at these, why is that important? When you look at the specifications and you see different coatings that are specified, one thing to always keep in mind is solids by volume is actually kind of important because it affects your coverage rate. When we talk about coverage rate, you're going to see on a lot of industrial data sheets, Carbolines included, a lot of our competitors in the field, they put in a, a title for thickness that's given in a, in a little abbreviation, mil feet squared per gallon. And it really is a funny looking way to calculate it. But there's a lot of rational thought that goes behind it. And it is, how many square feet will this paint cover if we put it on at one mil thick? Because when we talk about industrial coatings, the range is all over the place. Some of them you apply at one or two mils. Some of them you apply at, at 20 or 30 or 60 or 100 mils. So I can't tell you how far a gallon of paint will go unless we talk about how thick you're applying it. So just remember that a mil is a thousandth of an inch. Uh, to put that in real world, a business card is about 10 to 15 mils. Most of your coating systems are going to be the thickness of a business card. Right, right. Especially, you know, house paint, what you have on your walls at home. Usually you're looking at two or three mils on, on what those are when they're dry. Um, industrial coatings, typically, when we talk about thin film coatings, we're talking about stuff that's going to be less than 20 mils. When we talk about thick film, it's usually stuff that's over 20 mils. Sometimes that's in one coat, sometimes that's in multiple coats, but that's kind of the, the benchmark line that we look at. So when we're looking at coverage, right, we, we all start with a magic number. So a gallon of any liquid spread out at one mil thick will go to 1,604 square feet, 1,604 square feet. That number is your base number that you use for every coverage calculation. So what we're saying is if you then take, and instead of putting it on at one mil, we put it on at two mils, we're now going to get 802 square feet out of that gallon. Now, I know numbers are difficult to listen to, so we're going to try to keep these simple, but keep in mind it's just a little bit of math that goes through it, and you're just going to divide that 1604 by the thickness that you're doing. So if you were going to be putting it on at, at say, 4 mils, it would be 401 square feet per gallon. And that's for 100% solids. So basically the quick and easy formula is you take that 1604, you multiply it by the solids by volume, and divide it by the film thickness required. Now here's why that matters. Let's get away from math. Okay. An 80% solids by volume coating is going to go farther than a 60% solids by volume coating. That's right. And so what we want to look at when we get into these, I know we're going to try to stay away from numbers, but if you're paying a little bit more money for an 80% solids by volume paint, as opposed to somebody's 60% volume by solids paint, when you actually spread those out because the spec is going to be requiring a given mill thickness, and it doesn't care about what the solids is of your paint. So when you're done, you have to look at how far did you cover with those? And if you have an 80% solids by volume, you are going to have approximately... 
I feel like we need a math alarm. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 too much math. Anyway. If you're doing these two paints, you're going to have to buy less gallons of paint of an 80% solids by volume than you will a 60% solids by volume. That's really the gist of it. Exactly. And here's some actual numbers, and we're just going to move away from this. We're going to use three epoxies. 100% solids, 75% solids, 50% solids. We're going to apply them all at 5 mils. The 100% solids gets 321 square feet per gallon. The 75% solids by gallon gets 241 square feet per gallon. The 50% only gets 160. So you get double the coverage. It's all related to solids by volume. The easy way to even oversimplify it even more is when you look at a gallon of paint and you look at the solids by volume, just imagine... If you have a 75% solids by volume coating, 25% of what you're paying for evaporates. Right. You paid to put it in the formula, transport it to you, and now it's evaporating out as a volatile, and you don't have it anymore in your film. That's why when you look at your cost of your overall coating, the real low solids by volume coatings aren't that expensive. That's right, because they're, they know that you're being sold solvent. Yeah. Now, sometimes it's necessary. You need it to help. You need something to help get it to the surface. But the more solids you have, the more stuff you have left over when you're done. For example, water-based materials are always going to be really low in solids, but that has to be that way because otherwise you're going to have a heck of a time trying to apply that material. Right. Water is not a good solvent for most paint. So you have to work at it. The other thing that we want to take into consideration besides coverage is life cycle. Everybody knows that it is cheaper to apply one coat of paint versus two or three because of your labor costs. But keep in mind that there are studies out there. We've talked about them. NACE has studies based on life cycles and coating systems that sometimes you are taking a huge hit in your service life. So while you might be saving a dollar per square foot of applied costs by cutting out a coat, you might have to be recoating so so much faster that really in the long run you're spending more money to use the cheaper coating system. Okay. So as long as we're talking about how long this coating system will last, how long till we have to redo it, I can never have this discussion without talking about fingernail polish. When we when we compare Industrial coatings, the first thing everybody always talks about is how expensive industrial coatings are. And when you put it into comparison of some other things, it's really not that bad. You look at a typical bottle of, you know, general, you know, drugstore, convenience store, fingernail polish, you're looking at four, five, six dollars a bottle. And you're looking at a bottle that's about a half an ounce in volume. So what's that equal per gallon? It it honestly brings that price at about $6 a gallon, brings that price to near $3,000 a gallon for a gallon of paint. And keeping in mind service life, fingernail polish, most of the people who wear fingernail polish don't keep it on for more than days. Sometimes it's a lot of days, but it's still just days. How long do you think you want your structural steel to last with the paint system on it? I guarantee there is no owner... Who would have been satisfied with days of service life? Are, are you saying that we're in the wrong business? 
absolutely we're in the <laughs> wrong business. So let's let's round that out too. So like house paint, it's usually in the 20 to 30 solids by volume. $35, $40 a gallon is probably a average contractor price and you might get eight to 10 years. With nail polish, you're spending $3,000 a gallon and getting seven days. That's one type of a coating. And then within our industrial coatings, depending on what you get, you know, you're in the 60 to to $100 per gallon, but you're getting sometimes 20 years, 30 years, sometimes the life of the structure. Right. And there, you know, we've talked about the life of inorganic zinc. You can measure it in decades. And, you know, organic coatings are a little less than that, but they're still, it's very common to see specifications with 20 and 30 year service life requirements on it. And, and you can achieve that with industrial coatings. All of that math and everything that we've talked about for the last 12 minutes or so comes down to this. There's more things to consider when making a coating selection than just the cost per gallon. If all things are created equal, sure. But pay attention to solids by volume. Pay attention to service life. Pay attention to labor costs associated with, you know, sometimes you can do a one coat that gives you the same performance as a two or three coat and you save your money that way. That's right. So all in all, we're looking at valued engineering, whether you're a salesman selling paint for a job or a paint applicator who is bringing it to an owner to say, here's how I can do your job better and cheaper and make more money for yourself at the same time, or whether you're an owner who's looking for how can I get the best performance for my dollar. The, the systems need to be looked at to say, how do I get the best value out of what it is I'm doing? Well, that about does it for us this week. I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll go ahead and see you next Monday. Who put the line in carbon